Amen. So I get the, the privilege of starting us off in that, kind of getting your appetite Amen. going for that. Yeah. Wet, is that it? <laughs> what, what it was about being led by the Spirit. And I love talking about the Holy Spirit. I love talking about the Holy Spirit because He is our indwelling help. He is, you have help. Who needs help? Does anybody need help? In some area or another. Your answers, you need help, you need answers every day, right? In the, in the big things and in the small things. But the good news is we have help. And we have help all the time. Whenever we need it, we have help on the inside. It's already on the inside. So we're just going to learn about that. We're going to learn how do we tap into that help that's, that's ours, that belongs to us. So let's, uh, let's just get started. Let's turn over to Romans 8. And I promise you, we were going to talk about I don't know if anybody watches Pastor Nancy's little 20-minute. Does anybody watch Pastor Nancy's little 20-minute devotional she does? Yeah. We were going to talk about this before <laughs> Pastor Nancy, if you notice, uh, the last one she did, it was about the inward witness and about being led by the Spirit. I'm like, Chris, remember what we said we were going to start talking about? Pastor Nancy just gave a little devotional on that. Yeah. So, but hey, everybody's hearing the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, confirmation we're going the right way. Yeah. Amen. Y'all are at Romans, I'm not. <laughs> Romans 8. Okay, I'm just going to read here for a minute. Romans 8, starting in verse 1. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That's not our message, but that's good news. Amen. Those who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. Amen. Was it, Reverend, was it Brother Copeland last night? He's talking about made me. Mm-hmm. Notice, he didn't set me. He made me. Amen. He made me free. From the law of sin and death, and from what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Y'all following? Mm-hmm. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Amen. For to be carnally minded is death. And that just means naturally minded. Always thinking naturally. Right. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, for indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Amen. But right. you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, and he does, if you have asked Jesus into your heart, to be your Lord and Savior, if you have done that, then the Spirit of God does dwell on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. So if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Amen. Amen. I'm almost done. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Amen. 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 That was a big mouthful there. (laughs) That was a big mouthful. But there's a lot of things to see from this. But one thing to see from this is that there's two ways to walk. There's two ways to live your life. You can live by the Spirit. You could live by the flesh, right. okay? And those two are in opposition, okay? So by, to live by the flesh, it would just mean you're just natural. You're, it, we live by my, our mind, right. right? We live by our reason, what we can figure out. That's, that's living by the flesh. Um, what, what's, what's in our power to do? Mm-hmm. What we think is good, yeah. amen? It, and the Bible says here that God's not pleased with that. God's not pleased when we live that way. Amen. Uh, But we could also live by the Spirit. And notice in verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. This should be a trademark for a child of God, is that we're living by the Spirit. And there's nothing weird about that or spooky about that. Right? Right. It sounds, when we talk, if you're new to these things and you hear live by the Spirit, by the Spirit, but what does that mean by the Spirit? Just that when you become born again, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells on the inside of you right. in union with your spirit. Amen. Amen. And when we live by the Spirit, we're sensitive to that. Yeah. We're sensitive to that presence on the inside and how He would lead us. Amen. And we're going to talk more about that Amen. and help you. Um, but it's, it's to rely on something or someone other than ourselves. Right. When we live by the Spirit. And it, you know, it takes faith to do that. Yes. It takes faith to do that. Because sometimes um, when we're following the Spirit or following a leading of the Spirit, sometimes that goes against what our mind would tell us. So it takes faith to live this way. But we know what God's not pleased when we live in according to the flesh. Right. But he's pleased when, the Bible says, without faith it's impossible to please God, right? So we are going to live this way by faith. Amen. 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 Another thing, uh, just to contrast, when you live in the flesh, what, what's associated with, with that? Death? Yep. Mm-hmm. Fear? Right. Over in verse 16 it says, uh, or well, verse 15 it says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Right. The Spirit of the Holy Spirit is not associated with fear. The devil's associated with fear. <laughs> okay, but living by the Spirit is associated with life and with peace. And that is something that is to keep in mind as we talk about this, about the Holy Spirit and being led by the Spirit is peace. Okay? God leads us with peace. Amen. So notice if we would become skillful or just become good at being led by the Spirit, right. you know, we'd, we'd have it made. Yeah. We would have it made. Yeah. And we'd have it made because God will always lead us into victory. Right. God's never going to lead you down a path that He knows you're going to fail. Yeah. Right. Or that there's not benefit to you. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. God will always lead you to victory. Amen. Amen. So it's important. It's important that we learn how to, to live this way Amen. according to the Spirit. Because we're, we grow up, just, that's something we have to learn. We don't have to learn how to live by the flesh. Right. <laughs> we're, just, we're just naturally going to live by the flesh. If we don't do something else to train ourselves different, right. it's just a natural way is to live according to the flesh. So we have to train ourselves to follow the leading of the Spirit. And uh, have you all ever been in a carpool? Well, you're, you're following many cars, okay. Well, y'all are one of three people in that, in that little train of cars. You're, you're, you're going to, if, if someone's out ahead of you and you're following, um, you're, you could be one of those people who falls behind. Yeah. You know, like you don't, you don't like them driving the way they're driving. You're good, you just kind of fall behind, you know, and you kind of hold the thing up. Yeah. If it's a good leader, they'll kind of, they'll, they'll pay attention and slow down right. for you. But, right. like, you could be one of those people that holds up the train of cars. Or you could be that person that doesn't like the pace of the car that's trying to lead. Right. And, like, forget this. I, I'm going to, you know, they, you speed around and you get out there in front. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all aren't that person, are you? I have been that person in a couple of instances. Okay. And sometimes it's necessary, you know, just naturally speaking to be that way. But not when it comes to the Spirit. Okay. The Holy Spirit's a good leader. But we have to ask ourselves if we're a good follower. Are we the one falling back behind? Are we the one whipping around because we don't think, you know, we think, we want to think. That's, that's it. We're using our brain thinking that we know the best way, and we know we don't need help from the Holy Spirit. We know what we're doing. We know which way to go, yeah. right? right? Or we could be that one that's sticking close, just trusting that the, the leader knows and knows the best way to get there. So we, we've got to be a good follower of the Holy Spirit uh, because there's, there's, there could be warnings. There could be detours. If we're way behind or we're way out ahead, we may not see that, that lead or that lead car go a different direction. Okay? So we have to pay attention. We have to pay attention. Um, but the Bible promises that the sons of God are to be led by the Spirit of God. So this is, we don't have to ask God. You know, he's already provided the leading. He's already provided the leading. Praise God. Um, but he, you know what? He does not lead through your mind. And this is where it's important to understand that we, we're not, we're not a body. We're not a mind. We're a three-part being. And that's a whole teaching in and of itself. But we are a spirit, just like God is a spirit. Okay? We live in the body. And he's given us a brain, right? He's given us a mind to think. We have emotions. We can make decisions, right? So we're a three-part being. Um, But our spirit, we are our spirit. That's the primary part of our being. And unfortunately, a lot of times, we're letting our body or our mind just lead the way when really we should be led in our spirit. Amen. Amen. So that's why God does not lead us through our mind. 
and uh, I think a lot of times when we're, especially on big decisions, we, who, you make a list. <laughs> you make the you pros and cons list. Yep. Uh, now, I'm not totally discounting like you shouldn't do that ever, but sometimes you got to do that and then just set it aside. Yep. Okay, because God may tell you to do something, like I said, that does not make sense right. to right. our brain. Um, in, in Pastor Nancy's devotional, she relates the story of her in buying the house. They had, they had just, they had believed God for a house for like eight years, and they find her and Dr. Dufresne, and they had finally gotten in the house, and she, it was the grandest house, and she thought, you know, this, I could be happy here right. forever. This could be my forever home, you know? Mm-hmm. And she said after about four years, she started sensing that there was a different house for her. Well, that didn't make sense, right? Because this was her, the grand home that they'd been believing for. And uh, she had ta- took it to Dr. Dufresne, and he was like, well, you know, I've got my faith on other things. <laughs> How do you like that when it's like, well, you know, it's on you. Yeah. <laughs> this is on you. Yeah. And he was like, you know, you've, you've had the faith for this home. You've, in this whole home where we live and all of that, it's kind of been under your decision. And he kind of left it on her. And, but she just kept feeling like, you know, I, I feel like we, I sh- we should put this house for sale. But, you know, her brain, her in the, in the enemy, I'm sure, was helping with the thoughts. You know, that's so dumb. Don't sell this house. You're, gonna, what, you're not going to have a place to live. You're going to regret it. You're going to, all these things just bombarding her mind that was against what she was sensing in her spirit. Right. And... She finally just had to violate that, right? She answered those thoughts. And they did. They put the house up for sale and moved. And she said, I think it was like six months later, he went home to be with the Lord. Okay? And see, at the time, she didn't know. At the time, it did not make sense why God would have her have them move from this big house. It was on a lot of, it was on land, a lot of land for California, five acres, and to a smaller place. Right, that was in town, not out where they were. It didn't make sense. Okay, but later, in hindsight, she understood why God would have her move. Um, Because then she was alone, you know. And so sometimes it's not going to make sense all the time. And and sometimes we don't know. Say you're sensing something in in your spirit, um, just about a decision or a direction you should take. And what is it? Our mind wants to figure it out. Right. Our mind wants to know why. Mm-hmm. Our mind wants to figure out why, the how, the what's going to happen then, and it wants to have it all laid out for us. But we may not know. Right. And we, might, we may not ever know right. why God would tell us to do something or don't do something. Can, I can only imagine the things that we do not know, the accidents that we don't know. Right that we were kept from because we, you know, since we maybe we should take another 10 minutes and drink another cup of coffee, right? Um, We we don't know what's connected to those leadings sometimes. But it's just important that we we learn to be led. Amen. Um, So this building is a perfect example for us about (coughs) what we were sensing on the inside and what our brain was telling us because... Those of you who have been with us for the process of building this building, 
you know, it took some time. <laughs> it took a lot longer than we, than we wanted it to take. And there were many times in there, we were, because we did not see how. We did not see how it was possible. I mean, it's amazing. Sometimes I have to remind myself, this was concrete. Yeah. These were still, you know, still framing that we looked at for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. You should remind yourself of that sometimes. Um, but throughout that whole process, it just was taken forever. Like, God, we just want to meet. We want to meet in our building on right. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> on Sunday, not Saturday. Yeah. And, and, but our brain started trying to figure out how we can make it happen sooner. Okay, we're like, oh, let's throw up a pole building in a pole barn. We're going to throw up a pole barn. <laughs> like, we even wanted to, we even thought about, you know, buying another place, a small place, just renovate it real quick and get in. You know, just, Lord, help us out here, you know. <laughs> but every time we seriously started to go that direction, it's like God was just like, no. I didn't tell you to build it smaller. I didn't tell you to make it smaller. Right. And we're like, uh, okay, you know. <laughs> and we just stuck with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the time our brain was telling us, you need to figure out a different way. Because right. obviously it's not happening right because it's not going right. You've made a wrong decision somewhere because it hasn't happened yet. Right. Okay, but we just had to keep following. And I'm sure we did make mistakes along the way. Maybe we made mistakes that held us up. But the thing was, God didn't tell us to build this smaller. I think if we would have built a pole barn, I mean, this section could have got in it. <laughs> you know, and where would we put the kids? I don't know. So you just have to, you have to follow the leading, even if it goes against what your brain's telling you. Amen. And so we're, we're just talking about being led by the Spirit of God. We know this, that the Bible's the primary way God will lead us. Because the leading of the Spirit's not going to lead you to do something that's against what's in the Bible. Amen. So we have to know the Word. Amen. We have to know the Word. Amen. But apart from the Word, I would say the primary way, not the only way, but the primary way that we are led by God is through what's, what we call the inward witness. Yep. Okay? And that, that's, most of you probably know what I'm talking about, but some of you may not have heard that before, what called the inward witness. And so... In Romans 8, 16, it says, The Spirit Himself, remember, the Spirit of God, if you're a child of God, the Spirit of God dwells on the inside of you. Yep. Amen. It's in union with your spirit. Amen. It's not way out here somewhere, it's within. Okay, the, the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Yes. But that's not the only thing He's bearing witness of, but in this instance. So, but notice, the Spirit Himself bears witness. And I was thinking, I was thinking about that word, witness. So I'm going to get a drink mm-hmm. here. <laughs> if you think about wit- what a witness is, think about a witness in court. A witness is someone who has, they know something right. about the case, right? Or they've seen something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about that. The Holy, the Spirit of God Himself bears witness. Notice that the Spirit of God is a witness. The Spirit of God knows some things, yes. and the Spirit of God sees some things, yes. or has seen some things, maybe yes. out ahead, right. things that we don't know, right. and things that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. 
But the Holy Spirit will testify. Right? The Holy Spirit who knows and the Holy Spirit who sees will testify on the inside of us about a direction. Amen. Amen. we're going to talk about, like, what's that, what's that look like? What does that feel like? Is it, how am I supposed to know it's the Holy Spirit? Right. Um, if y'all remember in Luke 2, you can turn there if you want, but, or you don't have to. Um, in Luke 2, <laughs> it talks about Simeon, mm-hmm. right? It talks about Simeon um, in, in the Holy Spirit. And in Luke 2, 25, It says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout. Notice, it just, we don't know anything about this man. Other, was he some, I looked into it, some people say, well, maybe he was a priest because later he blesses Jesus. He, but we don't know that from this scripture. Right. We don't know that he was a priest. All we know from this is that he was a just man. He was devout. Okay, and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. Notice, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Notice the next verse. So he came by the Spirit into the temple that day when his parents brought him into the temple. Other versions say he was led by the Spirit into the temple. Right. It doesn't say he, he was some great man of God. It just said he was devout and righteous. Right. We, it's not just ministers who are led by the Spirit. Every child of God, Amen. even a Amen. newly born again child of God, can be led by the Spirit. Yes. So it's not, you don't have to be 20 years in God's kingdom to be led by the Spirit. You can be led by the Spirit right away. Amen. But how was he led? I don't know. It doesn't say he got a dream. Doesn't say he had an audible voice, just said he was led by the Spirit. Amen. What if he didn't follow that? What if he ignored that right. that day? Right. Right. <laughs> you know, what if he missed that? You notice the Holy Spirit told him something that he wouldn't die before he saw Jesus. The Holy Spirit told him that. But that wasn't the end of that, was it? He, he still was led by the Spirit that day. Okay, sometimes the Spirit can reveal something to you, but it may not be for now. Mm-hmm. It may not be for now, and you may not know when. Do you think Simeon knew exactly at that moment that, that it was revealed to him that he would see Jesus before he died? Do you think he knew at that moment, the day that would happen? No. He just knew. Okay, and then he just probably, I'm sure, just put it in God's hands. Well, we have to be sensitive all along the way. Right. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, what does the inward witness look like or feel like? Remember, it's not in our head. So, don't look to your head for the answers. Do you all remember when you, when you got born again? Some of you might remember this. How there was like a drawing or a pulling, a, something compelled you. It was for me. And some people may not be as dramatic as others, you know. But there was like a physical draw or pull for me that day. Um, So it can be like that. It can be the Holy Spirit. It can be a peace. Like there's a peace inside. 
or there's a hesitation. There's a seeming, Mm -hmm. like it seems like. There's, I've heard it referred to as like there's a, and remember, we're talking about in here. We're talking about in here, not up in here. There's like a green light or a red light. Mm -hmm. Okay. And where it kind of throws us off is if everything looks good, everything looks favorable, but we're getting, there's something that just doesn't seem right. Right. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay. Or a perception. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, one of the, I always like to look at Acts 27. Let's go here. Praise the Lord. And remember, Paul was a prisoner, Mm -hmm. and they were going to bring him to Rome. And in Acts 27... In verse 9, okay, because they'd been sailing, right? They'd been sailing, and in verse 8 it said they had passed with difficulty, so they came to a certain place, and, you know, they kind of harbored there for a little bit. And in verse 9, Acts 27, verse 9, it says, uh, Now when much time had been spent, and sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss. Not only of the cargo and ship, but also our lives. It did not say that he had a vision. Right. It didn't say he heard a voice. He just said, men, I perceive. He perceived. Don't you think, I mean, if life is on the line, if life is on the line, don't you think God would have like been real dramatic about it? Like, you guys are going to die. You know, like, there's <laughs> angels come and, and sing and say, do not get on, do, don't go forward, right? No, he perceived. Uh-huh. And how many times have, if we would have listened, yeah. Yeah. we were perceiving something. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody in here can think of at least one occasion where, you, where just something seemed like you shouldn't do something, but you did it anyway, yeah. okay. and then something happened. Right, that you didn't want to happen. Uh, but he perceived, and their lives were on the line, but he just perceived. Amen. Remember, we're, we're to be, let, leading by the Spirit is being led with faith. Amen. So it, it's subtle sometimes. It's subtle Amen. sometimes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So in... Remember, they didn't, want to, they didn't want to listen to him because they would have lost time. They would have lost money. Mm-hmm. Productivity, right? They had to get somewhere. Yeah. But so sometimes when, to follow a leading of the Spirit, we have to change our plans. Yeah. We have to change our plans because we've got it all figured out. We've spent time. We've spent our money on it. And sometimes we have to inconvenience someone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all those things can kind of make us, like... Well, I don't want, uh, we'll just go ahead and do it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to inconvenience or disappoint somebody. But it can be dangerous to override the leading yeah. of the Spirit. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. And, uh, and I've missed it. Sure. Have you all missed it ever? Yeah. <laughs> I've missed it before. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to tell you when I missed it. 
This is not the only time I've missed it. <laughs> but y'all remember several years ago that when we were, we were having three nights of glory. Y'all remember the three nights of glory? I don't know how many years ago that was, like five years ago? Yeah, we were having three nights of glory. Well, we had one night of glory. <laughs> and then after service, like is what we normally do, we went out to eat. Okay? My family and I went out to eat. That's what we always do. I'm not going home and cooking. <laughs> it's late. Who wants to do that? I don't even do that on Sunday. Okay, so we, we went out to eat. It's what we always do. And so I won't mention where we want, went. Y'all probably know, but, you know, since this is out there, we don't want to say the name. <laughs> but we went out to eat, and so we walk into this restaurant, and we stood there. And we stood there. And, we st and nobody was coming to see this. There were even people, servers, that walked by and looked at us, but they just went right on by. It was the oddest thing. And, you know, we were, we were looking around. It was surreal. It was like we'd stepped into some, the Twilight Zone or something. <laughs> and nobody was seating us. They were looking at us. Nobody was coming. We had an opportunity, okay? And it even came up in me, and later in talking, at least one of my kids, and Chris too, that maybe we should just go somewhere else. Okay? That, it was like we were given, being given an opportunity. We just need to go. Okay? Right. But we didn't. No. Because I want to eat. <laughs> and I don't, we've already come here, you know? So, finally somebody did come over and go to see this. And they were going to, and then I'm like, well, I'll be back. I'm going to go to the ladies' room first. Well, let you know, that's when I broke my ankle, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In there, I just stepped wrong. It was, the floor was wet. My ankle, and I won't give you the details. <laughs> it wasn't good, okay? But listen, it was subtle. Yeah. It was subtle. And yeah. I really do believe God was giving us an opportunity. He was trying to tell us. Yep. I mean, how many times do you go into a restaurant and people that work there, see you and just look at you and pass on by. How many times does that happen? I mean, I know right. if they were super busy or something, but it's like we were being given a space of time. We could have done something different. Right. We could have gone somewhere different. And Faith, did you, you were like, yeah, everybody was like, maybe we should go somewhere else. And I was like, no. Well, we should have. We should have gone somewhere else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So sometimes it, it was very subtle. We're, it, you know, if we're distracted, Amen. If we're distracted and trying to reason about it, like why, my brain would have said, why, why would I go somewhere else? We're here, hungry, yep. you know. My, I'm not thinking about, okay, well, I may go into the restroom and break my ankle. You know, I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> we just had our first night of glory here, you know. We're on the glory cloud. I want to eat. Um, you know, but that's why we need to pay attention. Yeah. Right. Well, and we shouldn't assume that something's going to be wrong all the time. But, you know, as you go throughout your day, just kind of check. Just kind of just right. focus inside. Amen. Right. Mm -hmm. Is there anything going on in here? Right. And maybe there's nothing going on in there. Maybe it's just nothing, and then you just keep on going. But, you know, you just always kind of need to be aware right. of the, the presence of God. Yes. Amen. And if he would speak to you. And if, maybe he's not saying anything. Well, fine, great, wonderful. Just mm -hmm. keep on going, you know. But maybe he is speaking to you. Yeah. 
but we gotta we gotta turn our ear to even see if he's saying anything. Right. Right. So we can become so natural, and just that just means occupied with everything going on out here. Right. Right. We can become so occupied and distracted that what is it? Pastor Nancy said. Uh, I wrote it down somewhere. It was good. She said, I don't ever write down somebody's quotes, but. She said, uh, the devil works overtime to keep you occupied mentally so that he can distract you from your spirit. Right. So if he can keep us busy or keep us trying to reason everything and decide everything mm-hmm. without looking to our spirit, we'll miss a leading. Yeah. And God does want to lead us. Yeah. And the leading's there, but we have to listen. Amen. We have to pay attention because God is not like the devil. The devil is bossy right, and, and forceful. Yeah. And he pushes, okay? The devil pushes. But the Holy Spirit's not like that. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Okay? He will give you the help that you need, but he's not going to make you take it. You know? He'll help us the most, you know, the most will let him. But he's not going to force you. Amen? So, and we we shouldn't be afraid of this, though. We shouldn't be afraid uh, of missing it. Okay, because God doesn't lead us through fear. Right. He leads us through peace. And if, so don't be afraid of missing it. You just determine you're going you're gonna to be aware of what's going on inside when you make decisions or are thinking about something. Okay, and then just trust God's going God's gonna to lead you. Okay, so don't be afraid of missing it. Okay, and so we have to, we have to take time to feed on the Word of God and take time to pray in the Spirit. When we do that, you know, it's easier to follow somebody who you trust and who you know, right? If you don't really know God all that well, then you may have a hard time, you know, trusting, okay? But the way we know God is is to spend time with him, to to read the word, learn who he is, learn his character, Amen. amen? And that's how we become more sensitive. And when we're more sensitive, it's going to be harder for us to miss a leading, and you all had a sensitive tooth ever? Mm-hmm. Can you miss? You're not missing anything. No. If you've got a, you've got a sensitive tooth, yeah. you get something on it, you know, you know it. Yeah. You know, you're aware. Yeah. Okay, you're aware of it. Yeah. Well, that's, in a good way, that's how our spirit can be right. sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's that we're not going to miss that leading. Yeah. If when we become sensitive, and we become sensitive by getting in the Word and by praying in the Spirit. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There it is. I wrote it down right there. That quote. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You notice even Jesus was led by the Spirit. Over in uh, Matthew 4, it says that he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He didn't just think, okay, I'm going to go into the wilderness. No, he was led by the Spirit. And you notice he was by the Spirit because it was, he was being led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Okay, because his brain would have said, what? I, no. Mm-mm. 
that would not have, your brain would have rebelled against that. Yeah. I'm going to be led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Okay, my brain would be saying no. Right. Okay, but even Jesus was led by the Spirit. Right. If Jesus needs to be led by the Spirit, he was our example, right, right on the earth. He was our yeah. example. If Jesus needed to be led by the Spirit, then we need to be led by the Spirit. Amen. 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 <laughs> yeah, if Jesus needs a leading, so do we. We definitely need a leading. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So the next time you're thinking about something or praying about something, you just look to the inside. Look to the inside. Do you have a hesitation? Or do you have a peace about it? And you can have peace in your heart, but have trouble in your head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And practice. We have to practice these things, right? Practice on the small things so you don't miss the big things. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So and we have to pay attention. Hallelujah. I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, okay, well, that's what I have. <laughs> that's what I have today. Praise God. <laughs> He's going to have a, a lot. I'm leaving a lot of room for him. I needed to give him some things to say. <laughs> or Brother Brett sang too short. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Y'all aren't complaining, are you? <laughs> so we have to determine. You just, you know what, say this. I'm going to follow, going to follow the, leading of the, Spirit, the leading of the Spirit, no matter what it is, because He always leads me into victory. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, stand up for me. Amen. <laughs>